What's up, chat? You're just in time to catch Phantasma J as it takes you on a journey into the Streamerverse. Welcome in. This is the fifth episode to Into the Streamerverse. We are joined by Doc Fishing today. Uh, I'm super excited. It's been a little bit since I've done one of these. We were on kind of a hiatus there for a bit. We just got done um, with, well, it was actually quite a while ago. We did the episode with uh, that Neandus girl, but that was our last episode. If you guys haven't checked that out, go check that out, please. And uh, follow her as well. She's an amazing person. Today we have Doc. Doc is absolutely, absolutely one of the funniest people you'll ever meet and just all around good-hearted, a great, great person to get a good laugh from. Um, so without going any further, I would like to introduce Doc. Doc, how are you, friend? Am, am I still muted? <laughs> oh my gosh. Doc. Hi, Jay. Hi, Hi Doc. Jay. Doc, how, how are, are you, you, my good friend? I'm great, and I am absolutely honored to be here today with you. Uh, a, a veritable giant in the world of, of interviewing streamers, and, uh, and, and I am in awe of your presence, and, and, and I bask in your glory. Oh, uh, stop. In fact, I feel like I should be interviewing you right now, uh, to tell you the truth. That's, you know yeah, what? I, I just, like, recently, I was um, interviewed by another streamer, one of, like, Somebody that I met through streaming has come to the channel, came a, a regular viewer. And I guess that seeing seeing me interview people inspired her to start interviewing people herself. And I got to be a part of that. And that was really cool. It was weird. It was really weird <laughs> um, being on the, the reciprocating end of that because I am I am so used to asking the questions and being the person behind the mic and being in control of the show. So it was, it was humbling and it was really cool to get to do that. So that's awesome. Hey, tell Doc, me more about how that made you feel. Uh, <laughs> well, I see what you're doing there. I see what you're doing there. Um, Doc, how are you friend? How are you? It's so, so good to have you. I, well, like I said before, I am honored to be here. I'm doing pretty well. Can't complain. You know, had a had a nice uh, nice dinner with the family. Yeah. How was your yeah. weekend? How was your weekend? It's it's almost over. Weekend is almost over, and and I got to be up at four thirty in the morning tomorrow, which oh is, my which gosh. is awful. Yeah, that's uh, humans, I, I'm right there with you. I get up at four thirty myself. Yeah, humans shouldn't exist before that time of day, as no. far as I'm concerned. So, no, so I that's had kind to... of a bummer, but. For a while, I was like getting up at 3 a.m. because I had to be to work by 5 a.m. And uh, do not recommend. Do not recommend. Yeah. Not a fun time. Well, the sun, the sun is actually kind of a neat thing when you get to look at it. I mean, not directly at it, of course. But, <laughs> you know, I always stare directly at the sun. That's the only way to see the sun. Jay, you do your thing, man. You do your thing. I, I, I did recently uh, go to the, the eye doctor and they said I still have 2015 vision, which is near superhuman vision. So I'm, I'm a superhero. You are a superhero. I'm a superhero. Otherwise they're wrong. Absolutely. My, my doctor told me that I am a superhero. So it's, it's got to be true. He's got a degree. Of course it's true. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a doc. Is he a doctor of love? <laughs> so uh 
before we get going any further, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, kind of give us the rundown of Doc. Rundown of Doc. What the okay, fish well, it means, because I'm dying to know. Okay, so I guess we can we can start at the beginning, uh, and that is uh, Doc Fishig actually comes from a uh, 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 a science fiction fantasy novelist named Dan Abnett wrote a lot of the Warhammer 40k series. Okay, and I was I was big time into um, uh, the Eisenhorn omnibus. It's just a series of stories about you know like this one guy goes around and he murders space demons and all that great stuff. Uh, but there was a character, like a, like a semi-villain in the story, whose name was Fishig, and I was like, oh, you know, that's kind of a cool name for a villain. And then uh, in a Dungeons and Dragons campaign that I was in for ten years, so uh, my my nerd card is certified. I'll have you all know. Um, I played the same character for ten, or no, played that character after. Anyway, it's all mixed up in my head. But I played a character called Professor Fishig after this guy from the novel and it just sort of stuck it's this old fuddy-duddy can't remember anything kind of person so i was basically playing myself <laughs> so that's where that's where doc fishing comes from and um the reason why i got into streaming uh i think a lot of people who are recent streamers sort of had the same boat what happened was um i i i signed up for twitch initially to get access to D beyond uh for dungeons and dragons stuff and oh, I really? didn't even realize, yeah, I didn't even realize you could watch video on Twitch. <laughs> I didn't know. So my account is like six years old and I've only been streaming for like two years now. Um, and so I, um, I, I, I got my, I got my account and COVID hit and all of my personal relationships with the exception of my immediate family, the folks in my house just, just sort of went away. Yeah. And, like everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was a difficult and challenging time and then one night uh i realized that through twitch i could stream myself playing games and so what i did was i called a whole bunch of my friends and said hey i'm gonna stream a video game of this tonight come on in and chat not realizing that a twitch broadcast is to the universe i thought it would just be for for, for like the random people that i called up on the phone to come in and hang out so all of a sudden out of the blue i get a couple of random people who come in i'm like hey who is this and they're like oh it's it's jerry i'm like jerry you know and uh and and then it just sort of just sort of kind of took off from there you know like uh my friends all thought i was an idiot and and i was inclined <laughs> to agree with them uh but then after that you know it it, it just turned into a thing and i ended up meeting uh, so many amazing so people absolutely amazing yeah amazing people i say it all the time that like people joke like oh i hate people and that's true like going out and you know i, I don't generally like people but streaming and just uh twitch in general has given me such an appreciation for for humans again like i really think that there's good people out there now and i love that like it really it took a lot of uh negativity out of like the mindset of a lot of that, a lot of that, uh, you know, you don't really get out very much around your town, especially like if you're in my boat, your boat, where you have kids, and you have family and you have, you have a job. Like I don't go out to the bar. I don't go out and hang out with new people. Like, right. so the fact that I can go out without going out and meet a bunch of people who are like-minded, like playing video games, maybe are into horror, um, I was just going to say, like, I got a set of D&D &D dice for my friend's miss party yesterday. 
Oh my good. And are those the heavy metal ones? They are, aren't they? Yeah. Pick one yeah. up. Pick, pick one up and give it a roll. Give it a roll. Give it a roll. Give it a roll. So we can hear it. Give it a roll. Give it a roll. Give it a roll. Okay, you, you missed the desk entirely, but you can try it again. Try it again. Listen to that sound, Ten. would you people? Oh, my goodness. No, it was a nat 20. We know. <laughs> but, yeah, so I was, like, super excited for that because uh, I have a campaign currently going with my friends, and we haven't been able to get going uh, together in the last, like, month because, you know, it's holidays and everything, so it's really hard to get right. together and do stuff like that. Um, even right. with Even with Thanksgiving last month, you know, we didn't – I don't think we got together – at all during that and now it's cold and we have snow and uh you got the new year's coming up it's just it's a lot it's a lot to it's not the get best time of year for D and getting a group of people together in one area um yeah. one thing that i was talking to a few people about i know neandus is down i really would really really love to get like a discord D and D campaign going at some point um heck yes i think that that would be absolutely fun I've never DM'd, but if I had to be the DM for that, I would totally do it. I would totally do it. And what would be really cool about that, Jay, if I could throw it out there, is that you could have other streamers cameo as like an NPC for a night. You know what I mean? That so would if you get be a bunch really of people cool. who have the time and can dedicate themselves to being there every single session, but then every once in a while bring in a random streamer to play that character that they run into along the journey and journey with for that session. That would be, at, that would oh my gosh, Doc, Doc, just like good ideas, like flow from this guy's brain, I swear. And a lot of bad ones too, if I can put that out there as well. <laughs> so. so I, I, I wouldn't be, I would be a liar if I didn't do this and I need to know what color of underwear you are wearing. Uh, you know what? I don't even remember what color underwear I'm wearing. Can you all, can you all give me a second here? They are uh, uh, baby powder blue. Baby, baby powder, powder blue. blue. Okay. Yes. Okay. Although I did stream this afternoon, so they might be a slight, might be a little brownish tinge to them. So <laughs> that out there for you. Um, I don't re like. There was that question as I like was talking about it and then uh another one Hit me with the big remember. gun stuff right out of the gate Jay. yeah I yeah know. i can't i can't remember what the the uh <laughs> second like gag question i i said on there was but uh so have you been playing like so you've been playing D D for the last 10 years or more and well yes. you said that one campaign was just 10 years probably yeah. not even your only campaign then um what about video games? What other video games are you into? I know horror is a big, you know, part of your streaming, but what kind of games does Doc play when he doesn't have that that live? Um, okay, that's a great question. That's a great question. So, if we go all the way back to the Atari twenty six hundred days, yeah, I said it. Um, no, I'm not going to talk about that though. Yeah. Oh man, I loved Cubert. Are you kidding me? But anyway. Um, <laughs> The games that I play, typically speaking, when I'm off, I I play. Oh wait, does my beat button work? Hold on. Does this does this act? Can you hear this when I do this? Can yeah. you hear that? Yeah. Okay, because that's going to come in handy when I give this answer. So uh, I love playing shooters, believe it or not. When I am not uh, playing horror games online, I don't play them that often anymore because I always have little tiny thirteen year old kids telling me to get on every <laughs> single time, and then I'm dog. And stuff like that. And and that's tough for that's tough for, for my psyche. You know, I, I don't know that I can deal with that too much. But uh Borderlands. Love the Borderlands. Oh, Borderlands games. is great. Yes. 
they are absolute artwork, not only for the games themselves. I mean, they're beautiful. They're beautiful to look at. Furthermore, uh, the writing and voice acting in the games. It's, uh, the comedy it's is trailed great. off a little bit, but oh yeah. But I'm talking Borderlands 2 is genius. Yes, Borderlands absolute 2 genius. is my favorite. Uh, I did play 3, but I didn't beat it. I didn't play all the way through it. Um, I think I, I don't even know if I got halfway through, honestly, but I just recently, and then quickly, we haven't played it since, but my mod and a friend of ours, again, a friend that we met through streaming, um, we like to play Borderlands Tiny Tina's, or yeah, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Uh, we just started playing mm -hmm. that. And the cool thing about that Borderlands game is it's a mix of D and D. So like, it's, I don't know if you've played that one. Oh, I've played it. Uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't finished it yet. I'm very, very early on in that game still because then we got sidetracked by a game called Divinity Original Sin 2. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. I've heard of that as well, yeah. It's it's yeah. Uh, one of my favorite games ever, like absolutely hands down ever because it is one of the closest games I've ever played to D&D. &D. And they even have a GM mode where you can have some somebody be the, the game master and then four players play through a campaign. Like it's a right. digital D and D game. It's so cool, and that's amazing because you don't normally see—at least not that I'm aware of—an awful lot of games that really give you the co-op component to a yeah. role-playing game, like a real, genuine co-op story sort of thing. So that's yeah. that's that's amazing. That's and really there's cool. another one that is even—we haven't played it yet. We we talked about it, but we're so—it's uh, uh, not Solasta. It's something with an S, but. Um, that's it, like literally says in there that it follows a certain type of D and D rule set and it looks hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It looks hard. So I haven't tried that one yet, but I love those. That's the kind of games that I play are mainly like RPGs. Um, mm -hmm. I like really story driven games too. Uh, if it has a good, powerful story, like one of my favorite thriller horror games is Alan Wake. Um, if you've never oh, played that, I highly go. recommend it. No, that, I've, I have seen it. Yeah. I, 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 Alan Wake two comes out this, this coming year. And I'm like over the top excited because it's been 11 years and I about fangirled when it was announced. I literally like, Did I you just, squeal, Jay? Did you? I, yeah, I, I didn't even, I just well, I thought about go. Alan Wake one day and I was like, you know what? I wonder if they're making a second one. And like literally two weeks before I Googled it, they had announced it. So he did it because of you. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like kind of psychic. It may We're have happened around. already, but my antennas picked up the the universe yeah, they, they saying, were, "Oh, hey, that game is coming out." Devs were there sitting around the table, and they're like, "You know what? We need to get on this right now because we know Jay's going to want to play this." Thing. <laughs> the guy at the end of the end of the table's like, "Yes, we got to make this happen." You know? So good on you, Jay. When when you started streaming, was it a uh, horror at first, or did you kind of get drawn into horror later? Okay, so the streaming part, uh, I the very first games that I streamed were Hunt Showdown, way oh, way way back. I I've heard uh, of that game. My friends game. really like that game. I've never played it. It's it's really good. Uh, another one though, where you're not careful, you know, you could end up having some people tell you that you're dumb, but. Um, <laughs> But that might be the theme of this interview tonight, Jay, just so you know. <laughs> like, but anyway. Um, so he digresses. I always digress. I always digress. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so I started off with Hunt Showdown. Uh, and that was in those like really, really, really early days. And then I was off forever. Before like, he I knew what Ram was. A long time. Yeah. All right. Easy there, buddy. <laughs> Chiba, we're here right now. I'm getting a real lashing for that nonsense. Um, but then right after that, it was, uh, I was watching a lot of video. I love jump scare compilations. I love watching people get scared. I love being scared myself in games. Uh, and so I went right into phasmophobia after that. And I am about, I'd say I'm about the same level of player that I am today as I was on that first day that I started playing. I don't know what it is about phasmophobia that just eludes anything rattling around inside my brain. Uh, but it's an absolute blast. I love being freaking terrible at that game. It's it's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's where I was in the beginning anyway. <laughs> Well, it, it is a fun game, not only because the game is fun, but also because it's so much fun to play with your friends. It, uh -huh. it really is. Um, that and Devour. I don't know if you've ever played Devour yet, but that game is seriously fun. I just played it last night with Eric for his charity stream, and I always forget how much fun that game is. I really think that Devour is kind of a an underrated horror game especially for streamers like if you look at the the categories for it in um in like uh uh you know the channels and everything for twitch not many people are playing it and i think that that's a missed opportunity of a game right there there's so many different maps um and it's it's just a fun game it's really fun and it's horrifying i find myself screaming at that game all the flipping time it is intense there's no doubt about that See, the, but but if we can go back to Phasmophobia for a second, yeah, like yeah. the brilliant thing about Phas that gets me is that it is really the ultimate game for people of multiple, like different levels and, and like for people to meet and really hang out. Because you have inside the house where it doesn't immediately club you over the head right off the bat unless you're doing <laughs> meme runs or something like that. You know what I mean? And you can go in and you can chat and you can laugh at each other when the ghosts do scary stuff. But then if you need to, you could bail out the door, have a conversation for an hour like Shiba does, you know, like every five yeah. minutes or so. Go into the van and just sit there and talk for a while. Throws boom bears up because why not? Yeah, he's not here. Don't even worry about it. Um, so, uh, but, but, that, but that whole social aspect of that game is what fascinates me the most. Is that it really, like no other game that I have seen, really captures that the essence of what, like, game room amongst friends really is. You know yeah. what I mean? It's going in. It's hanging out it's 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 being able to bs with one another the entire time just have an absolute freaking blast make make idiots out of yourself or take it seriously then go out take a break grab a drink come back in and do it again i it's genius it's yeah. absolute genius the way that game happens the way that game is put together and it's it's only well some people might disagree there's different patches that yeah obviously take some stuff away whatever but as far as i'm concerned the game has only gotten better um with uh i i don't know how much i've really gotten to to play sunny meadows but i love the map already like i haven't played it a ton but the new sunny meadows map is really fun and i love that there's a restricted mode where it like makes it into a smaller map for you know those that don't necessarily want to play just a giant map they have a restricted right. area so you can go in and play a smaller portion of the map i think that's absolutely genius right right 
And um, oh, they're doing they're doing a lot of things. They're doing a lot of things right. They're doing a lot of things right with, with the actual design of that game, as far as I'm concerned. And as far as amazing games go, uh, there's this really cool game that has this really cool guy voicing a character in said Do game tell. called Fast Fast Phantom Hysteria. And Fast and the hysterical. I just right. Played it for the first time <laughs> earlier today, and when I was when I popped into it, some guy was talking. Right off the bat, I, was, I I think I know that guy. Who who is that guy, Doc? It's me, it's Jay. Doc. It's me. It's Doc. Oh my gosh! Yes, dude, that is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing that you were able to do that. And as far as I can tell, I went through all the the different like um, shout out, like the the danger and the all that stuff. You did such an amazing job. You did oh, such an amazing nice job. Like, it's so, it, it's very, uh, what's the word? Like, um, this is not what you want to do when you're in a podcast and you're supposed to be talking, not coming up. I'm going to snap. snap. I'm going to snap with you snap. while you're doing this. It's like, the word isn't eccentric, but that's the word I'm going to use is like, oh, it's, no, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, you're animated and you're, huh? Overstated. Like you're, you're that works. You're that stating works. Things harder than you're, they need to be stated. I love. I love how uh, how animated you make the character, like you really do, and it, it makes it makes the character feel more real. And as nice as long as friend. like as far as the the base and everything goes too to that game, I thought it was genius. Like the fire pole, like you see in Ghostbusters the movie, them using the fire pole to get down to the van. They put that in there. And that is just absolutely genius. The game, I don't know how to play it yet, but I walk out <laughs> and here's a Tony Montana ghost with a gun saying, say hello to my little friend, starts blasting yeah, me. And I'm like, holy crap, what is going on? This ghost is shooting me. Like that's never happened in any other like ghost hunting game I've ever played. I was very, very taken aback, scared. <laughs> and like, who gave the damn ghost a gun? Yeah, yeah, I think that's one of the things that the devs of the game kind of prided themselves on was sort of, there are elements that are very similar to the other ghost hunting games that are out there, but it's a different, it's a different pace and it's a different vibe. It's fast like pace. Yeah, like, what, what Phasmophobia does brilliantly is, is it builds up like that, that, that dramatic tension and everything yeah. like that. Where Phantom Hysteria, on the other hand, throws you in and you feel like heart racing intensity. So oh, I was speak. clenched oh, the oh. entire time. I was yeah. like, what the uh, hell is going on here? I found fingerprints and then I got shot at. Like, yes. that was how that went. I went in with a flashlight or the UV light, saw fingerprints. I was like, oh, hey, I got fingerprints. That's cool. I noticed I had a gun. I shot the gun. Didn't know what the gun was necessarily for. Then what I didn't expect was to get shot back at. Yeah, yeah Lucas Lucas is a tough character uh, for your introductory rounds to the game. I'll tell you that right <laughs> up. They don't, they don't all tote guns. I'm not going to ruin the rest of the, your experience, but they don't all tote guns. So, so you must have gotten to know the devs a little bit doing that. Like, yeah. how fun was that process? Like, getting to experience some of the game development process and even what, like, voice acting entails. How, how was all of that? So here's what I will say about all of that. Um, I, I, I hardly classify myself as like an actual voice actor at this stage of the game um you know i i i i saw sid earlier on i think in chat sid's the reason why i did it because sid sent along a notification to me that basically said hey listen you've got a voice 
these these people are looking for a voice actor you should do this and of course you know i'm like well i don't know if i should i mean what if i fail and then and then sit before, oh, like, sit'll be the one be, yeah sit'll be the one yeah. to tell you like nope none of that just do it like yeah so i so i went ahead and i just did it so i owe a ton uh to to sid Coletti for that uh that's but how this podcast as, started like it's all sid it's all sid the answer all the answer to, to nine out of ten questions is sid sid um that's right. That's right. Like, what's what's the source of my embarrassment most of the time when I was It's Sid. There you go. What's what's yeah. Well, anyway, why, um, why does like whenever my stream is crashing and things go down, you know, it's it's Sid. It's Sid. It's Sid. <laughs> it really is. It really is. But um, so as far as uh, Phantom Mysteria goes, um, one of the cool things about you know like like an indie game development with 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 a with kind of a a, a medium to small medium sized team like there were i think around 30 30 devs in different you know like in different sections of the game you get a section off like with sound and with with uh animation with with all this other sort of stuff but they set it up in such a wonderful uh and and sort of you know intimate way for everybody like voice actors were allowed in to every aspect of the game like i could that is see cool everything that was going on uh and of course you know we had to, we had to sign ndas to make sure we didn't sink the ship yeah. and all that kind of stuff um but it it was it was fascinating and not only that they let you like add in feedback now when i added in feedback i'd say you know like a good solid nine out of ten times they're like oh thanks and like give me a little pat on the head and said, <laughs> you know we we appreciate your input yeah um but honestly like uh like martin uh uh chad and the entire crew over there are really really sweet people and and treated me extremely well uh rin who does a lot of uh the sound uh the sound oriented stuff with the game was always super supportive and would tell me hey listen you are being too loud you need to calm down and and all that kind of stuff which was great um but uh yeah the, the dev team was outstanding the actual process of recording was an absolute blast until i had to get to the efforts they're called the efforts okay the efforts are when you need to scream or you have to make like a noise like like something's happening to you so i voiced two different characters i voice uh michael and then for an upcoming phantom in the game i'm also a voice so when you get hit like every time someone gets hit in a game you may not even notice you hear it but there's a thing called an effort that takes place there where the player gasps so i need to go like <clears throat> <laughs> yeah and all that kind of stuff exactly and so you know like i have neighbors i have neighbors <laughs> that are right next door i don't have a recording studio i'm in the, i'm in the back room of my house right now doing this stuff and i'm thinking i'm gonna get arrested um you know and and i can't or go back to somebody's gonna call the cops because they think you're being like murdered murdered yeah. or uh you know somebody's robbing you yeah and and uh you know that thought crossed my mind once or twice uh but managed to get through it in the long run but other than that it's 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 so much fun i love i love dramatic reading you know and all that kind yeah. of thing I, I would love to be an actor if i actually could uh that kind of stuff so growing uh, up was, i was i was in um theater majority of like my school time i did different plays i loved acting um so yeah that's that is awesome because that is part of the reason I do this. Like I miss, I miss that stage presence. I don't have the time to do it, nor do I have an area even remotely close to me that does productions. So it's, it's awesome that people are finding ways to 
express their creative outlet, like finding a creative outlet to whether it's voice acting, whether it's streaming content creation on YouTube podcasts. It's really cool that, you know, everyday people are finding ways to do that, even if they don't have the means and the outlet to do so. Cause I don't where I live, like there's nowhere around me that I can do anything like that. So that's really cool. And I well, didn't know that they were a, I didn't know that they were a bigger dev team. I know a lot of these, you know, games that we want, like even Phasmo is a what four person, five person dev team. Yeah. So I didn't know that yeah. uh, Phantom Hysteria was made up of so many devs. That's really cool. Well, and, but you need to, like, the way I see it, you need to keep in mind, like, dev is a term. It, when we think, when, at least when I typically think of a dev, I think of the person who's, like, writing in the code for the game yeah, yep, and, like, yep. getting all that stuff down. Whereas, you know, like, a developer for a game can be someone who plays, like, any sort of role involved yeah. in the game. Um, so, you know, like you, you could even conceivably call like the voice actors devs for that sort of, for that yeah. sort of thing. At least that's the way, that's the way they were classifying it in many ways, because they, at least from what I could gather, they wanted people to feel like you're on the involved. team. Yeah. You're on the people. team. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Dev it Doc. was, it was, please don't, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> people are going to be writing me messages like, Hey, you want to help me design a game? No. No, but you do have that voice, Doc. You do have you do have such a unique and almost like your voice is like the first thing that drew me in. Like you have a very powerful and latching voice that people notice right away. And it's it's in a good way, in a good way. Well, thanks, Um, man. (laughs) I really, really like if even if I hadn't known that you were in that game in Phantom Hysteria, the moment I booted up and got like that first initial uh, sound from the character, I would have known it was you. You have a unique voice and it sticks. Thank you, man. And you, can I tell you a funny story real quick? Yeah. Do you have time for a funny story? Yeah, all the funny stories. So, well, it was, it's funny to me anyway. So it was, the game had gone into its, uh, its, its uh, beta testing phase. Yep. You know, so they, they gave out the copies to a bunch of people to go and play. And I couldn't help myself. I started hopping into all of the streams where people were playing the game just to wait for my opening line when I said something and to get people's reactions. And I was thinking to myself, all right, this can either go really well or go really not well. Yeah. Uh, in terms of my performance and what people thought. And the greatest one I saw, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to name who it is, even though I don't think it's a bad thing. It cracked me up. Uh, but uh, my character's name is Michael in the yeah. game, and I, and one of the opening lines I say is something along the lines of like, uh, which which board was it on? I say something like, "All right, gang, we got a mystery on our hands," or something like that. Okay, yeah. And so you know, the guy loads up a board. He goes, "All right, gang, we got a mystery on our hands," and the first thing the guy says is, "Shut the f- up, Michael." <laughs> <laughs> did my oh. job i did my job that's amazing yeah so it, it's really cool going through and seeing the reactions and it's funny because like um I, I have run into a couple of people who you know like uh they don't like the overstated nature of you know like michael's voicing and stuff like that and then i'll go and they'll say like oh you know sorry about that and they'll say wait a minute are you, are you the voice for him like yeah and they're like i'm so sorry i'm like no you know like everyone <laughs> everyone has their everyone opinion exactly and then we talk about it and stuff and and then you know like we end up 
like a few of them like i'm i, I follow them now and, yeah and like it just it's, it turns into conversations about games you know what i mean and not only um, that i feel like if they were afterwards if they were to come in and watch your streams and get to know you a little bit more they'll understand the character behind the voice and yeah like us us since we all know you and we all absolutely love you um it to us like that's that's part of doc it's part of uh who you are and i absolutely love the fact that if i go to play that game i'm gonna have a little bit of little piece of you with me at all times so i think that's hey, absolutely you amazing. can always have a little piece of me with you at all times it didn't come out right that sounded better <laughs> in my head before i said it so but uh on on the on the topic of um people coming in following in in communities what is it about twitch and growing a community that you love so much what what about meeting new people and people coming into your streams has really like brought your stream like what? yeah just tell me tell me what you love about like growing your own community um you know it's weird i i I don't really think of it as my like this is going to sound like your standard you know like <laughs> sort of answer but it, but i do mean it i don't consider it really my community because if you think about it the way i started out like i don't even know how many of my original 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 crew are still around i have some folks who've been with me pretty much since the very very beginning yeah um but what ends up happening is like you get folks who come in from from other communities. So yep. I'm not I'm hesitant to call it my community. I consider it more, you know, like my friends who were there who happen to be there. Yes. While I'm while I'm streaming during that point in time. You know what I mean? Like I like I couldn't imagine going into like into your stream, for example. I know people who watch me come over here to watch you. I'm not gonna come in and be like, hey, what are you doing with my community? You know, like or anything like yeah. that. Um I and I think that's what I like about it because yeah. I, I see it more as a big social endeavor. I don't see it. I don't see it as a my. I try. I certainly try not to look at it as a my channel thing. Yeah. Because the thing that's cool about it is I'll go. I'll do my spiel for three hours or two and a half hours or whatever. Then I'll get off, and then I'll go and I'll hang out somewhere else and see the same people. Yeah. So it's like, it's like these extended friendships, this extended party that just keeps going on. You know, and we all get to just continually talk smack to each other and, and, and have an absolute blast. So that to me, it's, it, 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 it's not about anything being built for the time that I am on and that I am streaming. It's more so about just, man, but like what a privilege to be able to flip onto Twitch and have friends at any yeah. moment of, in time during the day. How amazing is that? It's you know awesome. what I mean? That, that somebody, when you go into their channel, they're going to ask you how your day was, how your week was, how's, how are you doing? And I think Sid just put it here, or put it the best way you possibly can right now, is the community, not my community. Right. Right. I like that. Cause Sid, it's because Sid's, Sid's like a little Buddha. Yeah. A Buddha of wisdom. Answer for hair. everything, Sid. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And that's... And, as far as, as news on Twitch goes, it's something that I don't want to give it too much uh, attention because I, I really, it, it makes me so mad in a way. I don't know if you've heard about uh, the, somebody going into a channel and, you know, being asked where they've been and 
everything that happened with that afterwards, you know, and just getting berated for for telling them that their mother passed and like that they're dogging down the channel, but like went for two and a half minutes. The clip is somewhere on Twitter. You can find it easily. Um, and I'm not going to name the person that did it because, again, I don't want to give any more attention to their channel and them as a person than they are have already had. Um, Wait, just, what just happened? At somebody, I don't understand. Somebody, another streamer, had asked, like, like, where the F you been? Like, good-heartedly. And the person said, sorry, my like, something about I've been gone because my mother passed. And uh-huh. this person instantly like got so upset about them saying that and ruining the mood and just being a downer and don't come in here with that. Like saying like, Oh, uh, just, just say, Oh, I'll survive or, you know, giving a generic response to something like that. And in a way, like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I can't defend it. I just can't. Cause oh, what, what that says to me, what that says to me and, and, Here's the other thing I will say, and I'm not trying to, I don't know the clip you're talking about. I don't know the stream you're talking about. So, you know, I'm also talking out of, I'm, I'm, I'm talking out of my ass at the same time. Uh, that, that to me is a moment, we'll call it, a moment for a streamer when for them it's about stream. Yeah. And it's not about the person who's, the person who's there. Because yep. everyone, everyone gets a moment of panic when something in stream doesn't go the way they want it to for the sake of the stream. Because the stream overall ends up being for everyone who's there anyway. Yeah. So when a moment like that occurs, you're put, you're put in a weird position of there's a, there's a person here who's, who's, who's shown me their suffering, who's, yeah. who's, who's giving me a very intimate part of their lives. Yeah, but there's putting also their heart the, on their sleeve, like... But there's also at the same time the other very real concern mm-hmm. of you know hey I want I want stream to go well for the people who are here and that sounds to me like a moment where you confuse the two the issue yeah. then becomes how do you handle it you know what I mean and yep. and the handling of it is extremely delicate and and I'm not pretending I know how to do it right you know what I mean but you yeah. gotta you gotta you gotta figure out a way to let the person know hey you know that that. I, I I'm with you. Like I get that. I, I I feel where you're coming from, and then find a way to bring it to bring it back. And that's what that's where I would say that's what would happen. You you know if somebody in I think it's happened before. Like something of that nature has happened in my channel, and what I would do is say, hey, if you need to talk about this, like message me after stream, or you know like message me. I'm I'm more than happy to, you know, if you need someone to talk to, I'm I'm there for you. Uh, yeah. What he did was just out of the question rude and even went like it's a whole ordeal. Um, And it was a big thing on Twitter for a while. And the guy got blasted. And I don't condone that either. Personally, Um, I think that, yes, what he said and what he did is wrong. And I think that very much. I think he was in the wrong. But I also don't agree with just bashing people all over social media because whether or not he was in the right we don't know what's also going on in his life and i would not want to i i just don't want to spread that negativity any more than where it's already went to you know what i mean like i don't want to be a reason for someone to you know social media can be a bad thing at times and to get that much hate 
all at once can put people in bad places. I told I, I I do hear that, and while it's admirable, you know, to want to stick up for somebody and and to want to help somebody, you got to wonder at the same time, or the person who was seen as the initial victim, would they want that? Yeah, do they want their story to be out there? Yep, for the entire. Oh, he loved it too. Yeah, he as their was, banner. Yep, he loved it. He had another video oh, okay. shortly after uh, that was not flattering. And then it came an apology letter. And after seeing the second video, I was like, your apology means absolutely like, I can't believe that his second video was even worse than the first video, but it was like, it just showed. And that's why I'm not saying his name. Cause I, I don't, for one, I don't even think I remember it, but for two, I'm not going to give that person any more energy, uh, and attention than what they've already gotten out of this. And that's sad yeah, that I, this has given them a a boost in their visibility. Well, here's and and here's what I'll say about that. That you know that's that's kind of against the philosophy that I think that I would say almost across the board and without exception. I, I'm 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 willing to say that that our folks, you yeah. know what I mean, and and I do mean our folks because we all share like we all share so many of these mutual acquaintances. Mm-hmm. That that attitude. It's not that it's not tolerated. It just doesn't seem to appear. Yeah. No one like that's that's someone obviously who's functioning from a motivation or it seems functioning from an, a motivation of, hey, I got to I got to make my channel something special. Yeah, this is more of a job to them than it is anything else. Yeah. And you know what that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That, it's a sad that, way to that, see it. Yeah. And, it's and, a lonely way to see it, really. Well, and but how how big was this person? Like how how big of a streamer? I, I'm not entirely sure. I didn't okay. click on their channel. I I didn't look any, that, into it anymore. What was already yeah, on there? That, that's something to me that's fascinating. Is that it appears there has to be at some point in time a changeover, and the changeover is the thing that scares me in terms of you know like like growth and all that kind of stuff. Like once you hit a certain point. There's that tipping point of when it becomes something other than that, than that truly, you know, like pure sense of, of community. And yeah. that's, that's scary. You know what I mean? Like get to that point, you, you got to lose a part of yourself and then it does become a job. I've heard other people talk about it. Yeah. You know, I like mean, it, you it, hit it, a certain, uh, I've seen a lot of streamers do it where, you know, back when I first started watching them, they're much smaller. It was more about community and it was more about the people coming in there. And then they'd get to a certain certain level past where they were, uh, whether it was 100 streamers, a hit partner, whatever it was. And, you know, I've messaged someone, ask them a question. And they're like, oh, yeah, don't don't feel like you uh, can't message me just because I'm partner. I'm still the same person. I was like, I didn't feel that way to begin with. Like, was I supposed to? Right. Um, right. And I'd hope not. You know, I'd hope not. I'd hope that there's still the person that I you know, started watching in the first place. The the person that made me keep coming back to their streams, what made me feel comfortable, you know, messaging them in the first place about something. So. Right. Right. And, and that's just, that is Twitch though, too, at the same, I don't know what that would do to me. And that's like you said, it's a scary thought because I, I would hope that I would still be the same person. But you know what I would say to that, Jay, some of it's also mechanical. It's not, it's not a question of, of necessarily just the, the streamer changing their outlook it's the actual mechanics of being able to keep in touch with 
more people yeah. on the same level as you used to. You know, I find even where I am right now, like I, I, I don't, and it kills me. I don't have the same relationship that I used to have with some people just because, you know, there, there are so many people now that yeah. I try to interface with that. I try to, that I try to go, you know, and check out their stuff. Cause I said I would. And, 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 you know, like, like trying to, trying to just maintain all those relationships, even, oh, yeah. even where I am right now, like, like way down here, it's, it's, it's not easy to do. And, and it's to not something we've had of, to do before this. Media. Yeah. It's not something yeah. we've, I, I was not big on social media to begin with. Never had a Twitter. Didn't know what TikTok was really, and uh, I I didn't fall into all that until I became a streamer. And suddenly now I have to know what Twitter is. I have to understand how to use Twitter, and I'm getting better at that. I think, but and honestly, honestly, I will say that, and this is sad in a way that I find it more enjoyable to go on Twitter and to converse and talk with a bunch of people that you know, I know, but don't personally know, then I do to go on Facebook with my, like, people around my town or family or, I don't have to worry about, um, the, the pretense of them knowing me and mm. knowing everything that's going on in my life. And I get an, an unbiased opinion or, you know, just outlook on whatever I'm going through. And a lot of the time it's been more uplifting. And so I barely, barely, barely even go on Facebook anymore, which was the only social media I had. And it was mainly to keep up with friends and family. Well, the nice, the nice thing about, you know, like, like the, the, the Twitch ecosystem is that there's a shared vision, you know, like people are, people are there to talk video games and to, yeah. and, you know, to talk good times and, and, and to banter. You know what I mean? So when you walk in, normally you know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Uh, more often than not, and um, and I think that's that's what it is. It's 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 an escape to safety. Even though it's it's so many people that you don't know on a personal level, it's almost sometimes safer there mm -hmm. because there 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 aren't really hidden agendas. There's no reason for one, you know, unless they're trying to get something off you. Yeah. But. <laughs> uh, but but, you know, I mean, like your standard conversation, it's going to be about the stuff that you expect it to be. And and uh, and, and you're going to have the same goals in mind, which is to have fun and enjoy yourself. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. You don't get that on you don't get on that on Facebook, I, like, like all the political stuff now. Like, you, oh you need gosh, to be careful with politics, with even politics. even with family members, even yeah. with family members. You got to be careful with politics. And I don't want to do that stuff. I just want to I don't know. I just want to, like, hang out and eat food. And, I don't know fun of people my <laughs> friends and so day. in that sense if uh if somebody was thinking about starting streaming for the first time what would be your advice for them when they're just getting going turn off turn off the counter turn off the counter that's been oh a staple gosh. yeah the counter to me is the root of all evil for your own psyche when you're streaming when you when you have the counter going uh while you're streaming, you forget the thing that makes you most magnetic and most appealing to anyone who's watching. And yep. that is the fact that you're having a good time. Yep. And it's so, it's so easy to tell when someone is stressed out about your count. 
when oh, yeah. someone's stressed out about their count. And the unfortunate fact of the matter is, you're right to you're right to have stress. It's totally oh, yeah. okay to have stress. It's natural. But showing that, yeah, but showing that to people, they see you're stressed, and people mirror the emotions that they see. Yeah. So if they see that you are stressed, they're going to feel the stress as well. Like the other the other night, for example, I was I, I was streaming. That out of nowhere, I just started feeling really sick and really gross and everything like that, and and my energy dipped and it and 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 it was really bad, uh, and I was like, you know what, I like I just said, I I gotta go, I gotta go, I can't do this right now, and everyone was super understanding about it and all that kind of and stuff. That, and, yeah, that's an important thing to remember is people like if they're here for you and your stream and you know just to hang out with you and to to be, they're, they're gonna understand. They're gonna understand mm -hmm. nine times out of ten. Yeah. And, and the other thing I would say, advice for early streamers, the, the, the most important piece of advice to me isn't even what happens in stream. It's what you do out of stream. So you go and you visit people in their streams. You play in community games. You know, get yourself out there. Get your, get your name visible in other people's streams as someone who's a good team player, as someone that other people, you know, want to hang out with. Be yourself and show that people want to hang out with yeah you. build relationships and then they will come to see you afterward they'll be like wow i had a really great time playing with so-and-so i'm gonna go visit their stream because because they seem like a cool person for and sure that to me yeah that to me is almost bigger than your stream itself because if you if you just start up a stream okay this and this is my guess i'm not a pro i'm doc like i'm just a dude but if you start off streaming hit the go live button and then you're shouting into the void you know, and you don't make any other effort to meet people outside of your stream itself. The odds are so slim that you're going to end up getting people who come in. But once that one person does come in, if you do it that way, you treat that person like gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. You thank them. You 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 get to know them. You ask them questions, uh, and you get to know them. And that's how and that's how you do it. And the other tough thing is. You gotta convince you. You you have to remind yourself, and I have to remind myself of this too. I'm not claiming that I've that I've got it all down. You have to remind yourself that the moment you become concerned about numbers, okay, the moment the moment you start worrying about numbers, is the moment you kind of forget what it's about. Because mm -hmm. what happens when when ten is no longer your number? When you dip yeah. down to ten, and ten ten is like. Oh my gosh, this is a tragedy. I need to make sure I'm at 20. Well, you get to 20. But then when you dip back down to 20, that's a tragedy. And the pattern is, if you get a dip in numbers and it's a tragedy, there's always going to be a higher number. Yeah. There's always going to be always. a higher number. And you're setting yourself when up. Is, yeah, when is enough enough at that point? No. Yeah. And and I think I think the thing, if you can convince yourself of it, and it's hard, but if you can convince yourself of it, Going into each stream being like, I'm going to act like an idiot today, and I'm going to have a freaking blast doing it. Or I'm going to go in there today, and I'm going to be a master at this game. I'm going to explain this better than anyone else has explained it to people. And you can go in, and that's your goal instead. You know what I mean? If you can make yeah. that your reward, then you're good to go, in my opinion. But then again, I'm a small streamer, you know? like yeah. I, I, Well, I fell I, in the I, rabbit hole myself recently. You know, I, I changed shifts. So everything about my streaming schedule changed. I was barely right. streaming because I was I was so tired from going from second shift to first shift. I'm not used to waking up that early. I'm used to getting up around 10 o'clock, 11 a.m. 
uh actually i was i started streaming in the morning so i'd get up at like eight nine stream and go to work i had so my community is built around that time frame or not my community my stream itself is built around that time frame and i came back and you know like you said i'm not seeing those those numbers anymore i'm i'm getting in my own head now at that point because i i felt like i messed everything up it like all was lost and i had to stop and just say like like dude like these people are still coming in here the ones that you absolutely love and that's not gone that's not gone right. no matter no matter what i did um, I've been a night streamer, like a midnight to three in the morning streamer. I've been in uh, a morning streamer from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And these people, even if they can't make it because of the time frame, would still find time to stop in and, and catch up or say hi, even if they had to Throw leave like, right afterwards. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, it dawned on me that like I was being silly. Like I was being silly and I ha- like, I'm thankful for, for the people that come in and for the friendships I've made, even if it's just like a high buy situ- uh, situation, I'm always thankful for that. Cause a lot of the time that's what I have to do. I come in, say hi. I try to stay as long as I can, but then a lot of the time I was at work. So, you know, I wouldn't be able to stay for as much, uh, sure. or as long, but I would try to make it as into as many streams as I, as I could to, to do that. And I had to realize that like, I may not have been where I thought that I needed to be, but I'm right where I want to be. Like I'm, I'm right. still, you know, I have all these amazing people that are still a part of my life and a part of coming in here and saying hi. So that's, yes, it's not falling onto me that, um, that, that happens. It does happen and it happened very yeah. recently. So I get that. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, it's along those lines, like, that's why I'm always really careful. If I haven't seen someone for a while and they show back up in chat, I really tried. I really try hard, even though I know I screwed up sometimes not to say to them, Hey, long time, no see, or something like that to like, really, because I feel like that puts them on the spot. Yeah, Instead, and, uh, yeah. Just, just trying to have that energy and enthusiasm for every single person who comes in. You know what I mean? And say, Oh my gosh, you know, it's so-and-so because because it is exciting and it is a privilege to have these people stop in. And if they, if someone leaves and goes away for a while and comes back after a period of time, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just as grateful that they're there again. I don't, I, I don't feel a sense of betrayal when I don't see people for a while. I do sometimes on the other hand, wonder, did I do something to make them go away? Yeah. And that, that bugs me. That unknown thing. It does. Gets to me sometimes. I don't know if I'm this like, has ever I, happened to you, but like, you know, typically you see how many followers you're at when you're in your stream manager uh, part of Twitch. I have mine above mm-hmm. my head right now. And it shows how many followers you have. Like when you're on your channel, mine just says 1K right now. But when you're in stream manager, it gives you the number. And every now and then I'll come in and see two or one or two gone. It like right. I'm pretty sure I was at uh 1043 already a few days ago and I got on today before I got on call with you and I was at 1041. And well that Yeah, but here's the thing I'll tell you about that too at the same time. What That's also was, a big you know, number and I don't have that many viewers. So Well what if what if you know, for example, okay, you lose you lose that, that one or two followers, and as it turns out, it's because, you know, like 
someone no longer has like internet access or something like that, or they got to yeah. drop out because of this, or, or it's a kid who was underage, who was in your chat and their parents are punishing, punishing them any number of reasons. You know what I mean? I think, I think you would know if it was something you did, if you got a big drop, Yeah. if you got like 20 people who suddenly disappear after a stream where something happened, then, you know, yep. but, but the things I think the thing that, that concerns people more, and here I am, like, I have no coherent thought process. We know this, but I think the thing that I fear most is that people, people will get bored of me. You know what I mean? Like, people will just be like, you know what? Mm, I've had enough. But here's the thing. I think most people, if they get bored of you, they're not going to unfollow. They're yeah. not going to say, wow, they're boring. I'm going to unfollow. No, they'll just kind of go find somewhere else to be. Yeah. Unless they are really, really, really tight on how they keep, you know, their, their, their list of oh, streamers. Their list of stream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like, gotta make sure uh, that's tight. Here's a question someone asked that um, I want to yeah. address. How do you not feel like crap when you hit the go live button and see nobody? And I think we've all been there. Um, starting off, it's it's a hard pill to swallow that you're going to hit that go live and no one's going to be there. Um, and what you have to realize, and Doc said it, like you got to branch out and you have to. You can't think of yourself uh, on Twitch as the only only stream like. Me, when I started streaming, I had no idea what streaming was. I had no idea what Twitch was. I didn't, I wasn't a part of any communities. I didn't go in and mod for anyone. I've never been anyone's mod. And as a streamer now, I don't necessarily, not only because I'm a streamer, because I don't typically have the time to, uh, to be on Twitch 24-7, especially when someone goes live. But the, the important thing to do is to, to make those relationships and make those friendships. And because at that point, it's not just someone coming in saying, hey, what's up? It's a like a real genuine connection. And like Doc said, they are going to come and want to see you for you. And I think that is one of the most important things to remember when you're starting this journey is that it's not just you. Um, everyone goes through it and everyone kind of eventually figures that out. Uh, at least the majority of people do. I've noticed is that uh, creating relationships is the the key. And the best part about that being the key is, is it is super beneficial in the end. And, and it's also to a large degree under your control. So you can go, you can make time, go to community days. Look, look at your streamers, look at the streamers where you feel comfortable, where you like their vibe, because yeah. if you go there, you like their vibe, you join it on their games. You still like the vibe. You get to know some people there. Join that streamers discord. Look for the spots where it says looking for a game. Okay, play with those people. Play with those people. You've already got a comfortable crew, a comfortable core surrounding you. And then, you know, eventually it will come out. Hey, do you stream? You might get those people to come in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like be, 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 don't go out by any means and say, hey, listen, you know, I'm a streamer and you should probably, no, no, Twitch don't do etiquette. that. Like, yep. yeah, just, just, just go in, have a good time with these people. Yeah. And eventually say, you know, you could say something along the lines of, Hey, while you're offline, offline games to say, Hey, you know what? I've got a, I've, I've, I might be doing a stream this Sunday. If you wanted to come in and play some community games or something like that, you know what I mean? After you've made some relationships with these people, you got to start, you got to start small, got to get that core. And not only that, if you get the right core and I lucked out, like I can't give advice on how to find the right core. I lucked out on all the friends that I've gotten like hundred percent. Um, 
But once, but once you get that core, you've got other people you can rely on. You've got other people who can help you out and teach you things and, and let you know about all that, uh, know about like all, all of this stuff, all the tech stuff, all of the, you know, maintaining followers stuff, all that kind of deal. You get yeah. tons of people by the time it's done, but I don't For know, sure. blah, blah, blah. Sorry. Wow. No, no, that that's, that's perfect. Cause like We're seeing stars after that answer, like I, I, <laughs> I talk so much, I have no oxygen left in my brain. Like, and you're part of an amazing stream team called the Midnight Society. And those are, those are a group of people that I, I just adore. You guys are all amazing. Um, that is something like, I'm a part of, uh, the Everbright Global Gaming Stream Team. Those are, those are communities, EBGG. Um, those are communities that like, that's what it can grow to that. You have these people that are like-minded, um, absolutely just a part of the same the same like get together play games have a good time try to be there for one another and you guys do a really really amazing job at that like with uh you know all your all your different things like your community uh community games with you guys you guys do that with like uh uh friday the 13th i've seen a few um games of that with like uh flash and mel well, I need to. I need to. I need to be honest here. I personally am not great at it, <laughs> but the other folks, the other folks, really are. Really are. Yeah. Like I have a whole thing about community games that I'll go into, you know, after after this bit's done. And and I want. I, I have a heart to heart that I need to explain to people why I don't do more community games, because uh, there's an actual reason behind it. Um, I mean, unless you want to hear about it now, <laughs> let us know. Let us know. I mean, you're a father. You have you have all this other stuff going on in your life. The fact that you even like cut out a little bit of time after you've already streamed today, and you made time to come on here and do this, like, I'm so grateful. So, I really appreciate so, that. So, hundred percent. But here's the thing: it has nothing. It, it for the most part it has nothing to do with time. Like, I have the times that I can stream, and that's it. The reason why I don't do more like just flat out community games is because I have the most severe adult uh, attention deficit that you can possibly imagine. So any game you can even watch, you can even see it. If you go back to some of my VODs where I'm playing fear therapy with four, with three other people, I will, I will go quiet. I won't say anything because I can't, I can't fathom all of the stuff that's going on. There's so much going on. Yeah. There's so much, and plus in my stream, because, you know, like I'm that guy, I have, I have sounds, I have music, I have this, I have this going on in my ears at the same time. And half of the, you know, the fun of it is watching Doc, like get flustered in the moment, but community games, like trying to be polite and respectful to the people who are taking their time to come play with me and be polite, and respectful to the people in chat at the same time. When I, when I get quiet, I feel like I'm doing everybody wrong. Yeah. Um, so I need to like hype myself up. Uh, before before I do community games and all that kind of stuff, I'm gonna I'm gonna try though. I'm gonna try to get better about it. Well, that's the most you can uh, but, do. Like that's the most anyone can ask of you is is in the fact that you're willing to try. That's that's all anyone can ask. We're gonna and, try. Like, they can't even ask that. So, but no, I, they I can, get they that. Can, they can ask. <laughs> I get that. I I have the same issue sometimes. Like when I play even community games with uh, people watching. On Phasmo, I have a hard time. I have a hard time, dick, like figuring out when I'm supposed to be talking to them and when I'm supposed to be talking to chat, because like they'll right. say, "Oh, we have this, we have this," and then I'll be talking to somebody in chat, and then 
I didn't hear at all what they said. Right. And then I got to go back and ask like, oh yeah, what, 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 what do we have? What do we have? Well, you know what, you know, what's funny about that? One thing I was thinking of as kind of a compromise, I had been thinking about this was starting off as like, you know, like doing a thing like a two for Tuesday where I bring in, you know, like one person at a time. And go through and play games with like one other person to help me focus a little bit more or you know like maybe you know games with like three people or something like that rather than the absolute chaos that's going on but you know i guess that's another thing it's just about experimenting and figure out figuring out the formula that works yeah um yeah so so if okay here's another question if you weren't a horror streamer what would be mm-hmm. after you know watching streams watching different categories what would you do other than horror Hot tub. Hot tub. <laughs> I was not expecting that. It'd be so relaxing, you know? It'd be so relaxing. <laughs> that took me so off guard. I'm sorry, Jay. I'm that sorry, Jay. Great. Wait, uh, should I bleep it? All right, sorry. <laughs> tub. <laughs> No, um, in in all seriousness, <laughs> if it weren't horror, what would I be? What would I be streaming? I'd probably do D and D. I was just, yeah, I was literally thinking that, like D and D streams, like yeah. straight up D and D campaigns. Uh, whether it's like a group of friends that you get over and uh, you guys have a camera up above you, I always thought about it too. Like, uh, I have never went in and watched uh, D and D streams other than actually uh, uh, one of my friends that I. He's a friend through Twitch. I met him through Twitch. Um, he does. He used to play Phasmo and a lot of other things too. But now, whenever I see him on, he's doing D and D with his with his friends on Discord. Um, but I always thought it would be really cool. And maybe they already have the. I'm sure they do because nothing on the internet is unique anymore. Um, right. Or not unique, but uh, regardless, um, cameras like different camera positions above the D and D table that like your viewers could go in there and use the channel points to like switch the camera or um, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Or, awesome. or having like one camera, diff- different views. I don't know. I, I think you could do a lot with D and D. I think D and D would be absolutely fun to do. And I've honestly thought if I had more time, I've thought about it. I haven't, don't think I'll ever do it, but like well, getting, having a separate channel for that, you know what I mean? And not necessarily yeah. for Twitch, but for for YouTube and stuff like that. Because I mean, you look at you look at Matt Mercer and, and like voice actor. He has he has his whole D and D thing that he does, and he's huge successful with it. You know, because it's 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 similar. It's similar to the streaming thing. I mean, you you, you get a community of people with like interests and all that kind of stuff. You get the opportunity uh, to to play with different folks. It's 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 very similar in that regard. Yeah. Um, and it would be really, really cool. The only other thing I think I might do though, um, is just sort of like, like music stuff. Oh, I know. uh, Yes, you are. You are musically talented, aren't you? Hold on. Before we go too far (laughs) into being musically talented, here's the thing. Like I use, I use a program called uh, logic pro. Okay. And logic pro, you can go in, you can, you can take loops. It's more composition than it is actually. Like I, I, like I do sometimes play instruments in the songs but most of it is is bringing in you know loops dragging them in and then like me putting the bass line underneath it or something like that on the keyboard and all that kind of stuff like i'm not 
Yeah, I'm not a top to There's, bottom. Like I'm not, I'm not playing involves, the trumpet. You yeah, that still yeah, even and, putting all that together involves um, like you're gonna have to build that skill. Like not anybody can go in there and say, oh yeah, those go with this. Those go like I've tried it because my buddy is really good. At, he uh, they have a local band here where I live, and but he also does a side gig where he is a um he mix or produces for for other other local bands too and i love watching everything that he puts in there for them on on their tracks and sometimes he takes creative uh liberties and adds stuff in there underneath that like bring the sound out to it so i think that's really cool and i definitely think yeah. that there's a talent involved with that it's it's more about it's more about composition but here's the thing i will say if you get logic pro you can make some stuff for yourself that is just so cool. That's why I would never dream of like charging anybody for anything that I made. You know what I mean? Like, like it, 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 in, 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 in logic pro and stuff like that, you can, you can make stuff that's cool for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's why I'm always willing when I have time, that is to put something together for somebody because it's, 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 it's so fun. But I, but I feel like saying to each of each one of these people every time, you know, like you could do something like this using this program just it just takes a little time to get used to it you could do it too you know i, what I, I think mean? If you, that uh jackie and i had an idea for you that i think she was supposed to bring up to you i don't know if she ever did she did i don't even remember what the idea me. was now <laughs> it's i don't me. even remember what it was anymore it was um, it was about finding the bone oh that yes I remember. Yes. yes i don't remember what the we had we had lyrics or something i think i don't know it was funny though. It was to the tune of something. I forget yeah. what it was. It was to the tune of something. But uh, I'll have to ask it, her. I don't remember. Oh, there was just a heap of projects, and I and I just fell in. Oh, you, all no, of no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, I think going off that question, I think if I were to do anything different, I I always said retro, uh, gaming for the longest time, and that's still something that I would like. I would love to branch off of someday, and um. Sure. Cause I love, I love old, older video games. I play the legend of Zelda Ocarina of time on randomizer every now and then, which takes all the items in the game and puts them in like every single item goes into a different chest. Nothing's where it should be. And you're supposed mm -hmm. to just like go to the areas that you can get to with the items that you start off with. And one of the first houses in the game has like four chests in it. And usually that is the, the house that like you base where you're going off of that. And even then, there's some areas that you can go and do like right away, but that's what I love to do. Like I love to play retro games, even if they're not retro, but they're still pixelated graphics. Um, I eat that stuff up. I'm playing a game on my PS4 sure. called enter the gungeon. And it's like, uh, I am familiar. I yeah, have that. I love that game. Yeah. I love, I wish it was online multiplayer so much. It's not. And it pains me because it's such a missed opportunity for that game. But, uh, there's a, the there's one a that game. I would really love to do is, uh i used to i grew up playing skate skate one skate two skate three uh -huh. and i've been introduced to the streaming community of skate recently and through tiktok at first but now i follow them on twitch as well and i love it like i love they're they're all doing like gap challenges and I just recently, like, not recently, I recently streamed getting over with Foddy Bennett because I love challenging games. And I beat it once on stream. It took three streams, I think. 
then I went mm-hmm. back to play it and I beat it in under an hour on that that stream, that next stream. Look at this guy. So look at this guy. Like that is something I would <laughs> love to do is is are those gap challenge streams with skate. Like that that just instantly stood out to me. Like that looks like fun. That looks yeah. like a blast. Um so I think if anything, that's where I would take uh streaming is is along that line if I could. Well, I think you should I think you should uh, just just worry about taking, you know, your 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 you're interviewing the next place. That's what I would think. If you weren't gaming and stuff like that, like I, I you're good at this stuff, Jay. Man. You think so? I do think so. Oh, I wouldn't be here if, if, <laughs> if I didn't think so. I would have been like, oh, um, I gotta, um, I, I have a thing I gotta do later tonight, so uh, I'm not gonna be able to make it. Sorry. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, Stuff guys. What on. you don't know is I dro- like I took a trip to his house, hogtied him. He's he's actually bound in the back for this right now. <laughs> Uh, I have to drive back to untie him. His wife said, no, I'm just going to leave him like that. So actually he has my wife and kids kidnapped right now. They're there, you know, backstage. So, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, Yeah. that's, but, but you're, but, but here, here's the thing, Jay, I'm going to pay you compliments now. Oh, um, but the reality of the matter is, is that, is that you don't, you, you bring an authenticity to it. You know what I mean? Like you actually sound like you're interested in what people have to say. It doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like, produced if you know oh, i would mean. hope like, so like something like it, it, it sounds it sounds genuine it sounds like you're having a conversation with a buddy and that's that's super appealing like that's to me you know what i mean mm-hmm. like I, I i i think you're doing it right i appreciate so. that the first time i did this with uh eric actually eric was the first one i interviewed back before this was a podcast and that was the first time eric and i ever interacted like voice to voice uh, I've still never even played Phasmophobia with him. I can't believe Devour was the first game we ever played together last night. <laughs> and uh, I like that's one thing that I'm kind of sad about is that I haven't played as many games with the people that I'm, I've. Inter- but regardless, that was that was beside the point. Um, <laughs> I had such a fun time interviewing Eric for that very first time. Had no idea, never done anything like this before, and. I had nothing. No, I did. I had bullet points. Actually, I used to give I used to give you guys like a a, a text file with bullet points on on like where the the but then the only thing about that that I didn't like is then I felt like I was scripted and I had to get to each bullet point right one right after the other. So then I just started going to like when I got on the call with you guys and you guys are all the same. You guys always give me 10 minutes before stream. I swear every single one of you guys are the same. And, uh, but it's, wasn't it's usually, it's usually enough time. And I, I typically just go over it with you guys right at the start then, because that feels more authentic to me to just tell you guys, like, this is how it's going to go. And like, this is the stuff that we're like, I'm probably going to bring up. But other than that, this is just like us having a powwow and and sitting here and talking and trying yeah that's the authenticity is important to me because i'm i have you guys on here because i i think something of you guys like you guys are i wouldn't have you on here if i if i didn't think you were absolutely amazing and the fact that i get to, to to sit here and have a conversation with you guys and get to know you a little bit better honestly i feel like i'm the one like i'm i feel like you guys are giving me uh the the platform and the opportunity to do this by other than vice versa so i i well, can't think of it I, any other way i had to club five other streamers to make sure i could get in line for this so <laughs> i hope you appreciate that i i 
thank you, by the way, for being so understanding about having to reschedule this in the first place. Uh, it pained me so bad to have to put this on hiatus, and you aren't the only one I had to reschedule with. So, listen, 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 listen. If there's one thing listen, that I Linda. that I <laughs> if there's one thing that if there's one thing that I get about all of this is that is that there's there there are different there are different worlds in 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 Twitch. There, well. Twitch is a world and life is a world. And, you know, like they have sometimes have trouble coexisting. I will never hold something against somebody like that. And then, and the, and the awesome thing about it, you know, is, is you have an opportunity to find your base and most people are cool enough to say, you know what, we'll do it when you're ready. That's all there is to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. and I don't know. I would never be stressed out about that, Jay. Don't ever worry about that. Good. Good to know. You're freaking I'm... money. You're freaking money and you know it. Jay's shucks. <laughs> Don't make me tear up. I'm not gonna make you tear up. But Doc, I've really, I've really appreciated having you on here, and uh, I think we definitely talked about some really good topics. And yeah, even even the nitty gritty ones, they're they're things that need to be talked about because they they just can't be ignored. And I just thank you so much for being here, Doc. If you could. Could you give us a good old uh what what would Doc say right now if he got raided? What would I say if I got raided? Uh I, I think I'd say, holy crap! And then um and then start like hold on, I'll just that's random keys. Okay, and then and then maybe afterward go, oh raiders, welcome! Hold on one second, and then and then stuff would happen oh i just sent you that message didn't i in discord i did, <laughs> did you really did you? yeah it's it's <laughs> so All there right. you go jay it's, well, it's it's a signature from me to you enjoy for, for our outro why don't we uh serenade these guys everybody thank you so much for joining us um i really really appreciate you for being here thank you for joining the into the streamerverse podcast the podcast made by streamers for streamers and there is a song that all of us, a lot of us, have on our streams when we're playing Phasmo, and I, I think this is the perfect song to uh, to say goodbye oh, to everybody geez. to. <laughs> Where are you? Can you give us a sign? Oh, you know this. Where are you? Are you near? Wait, are we actually singing? Yeah, yeah. It? Let's go. Let's go. Wait, what? We don't have a beat or anything. It's 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 going to sound weird. Acapella. Okay. All right. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll, this is how we're going to do it, Jay. You're going to put down the beat, and I'll do the where are you over the top of it, okay? You oh, oh, okay. Boom. 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 <laughs> well, I don't know how to do this. No, Boom. keep going. You're doing great. Boom. 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 Where are you? Are you here? Are you far? Can you give us a sign? Where are you? Are you near? Boom. Are you far? Boom. Can you give us a sign? Where are you? Are you near? Are you far? Can you give us a sign? Thank you for listening. Please consider leaving a rating and review. It's free and easy. Just like following Jay on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at PhantasmaJ to make sure you can catch these recordings live and join the conversation. See you next time.